Welcome. This is a super important podcast about hair. Question mark. Featuring Ryan Teal and Stephen Adams as your co-hosts. Let's begin. Yeah, I am now too. You're rolling. I'm rolling. I'm Before rolling we too. roll, we have to do a selfie. Oh yeah. I thought maybe you were going to do one Get of your in, Stephen. Come on, get in, Stephen. Closer oh. to me, so I can feel the wetness of your uh, <laughs> of your sweat. I was trying to protect you. <laughs> Let me make sure. I think we did a good one. Yeah, you look good. I look like I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> look like you're attached to my shirt. <laughs> I bought the shirt with uh, my <laughs> teal <laughs> head attached. It's called the teal. You got it for free. <laughs> <laughs> is this recording? Oh, sure it is. Again. Oh. Everything's recording. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one, and that one. One, two, three, and yeah. your photo. Yeah. Yeah. Make it's sure great. you edit what we were talking about before. Oh, definitely. Well, that, this is the way we like to start our podcast, actually. It's like a rolling, a rolling start. It's like you're cheating us, you know what I mean? It's, no, like, totally it's like the Donald Trump tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the back of the bus. With Billy, with Billy, whatever his face was. Billy Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I look so? I look like tiny. I'm like little. I'm like mini me. <laughs> it's because you're also sitting next to like Charlie Daniels too. Oh. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. It's, they're all back up. <laughs> so, uh, welcome <laughs> to a very serious, important podcast. We're going to change the name. Yeah, it's totally. going to be called the serious. The serious. This is a very serious podcast. Very serious yeah, podcast yeah, super, yeah, super with Mini podcast. Nick. Mini <laughs> Nick. <laughs> 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 So uh, uh, we're here today with uh, Nick Orojo. <laughs> mini Nick. Mini, mini Nick. Mini Nick. It's like, a, what is that, Mini Drake or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, God. Why don't you tell us a little, a, a little history about yourself just before we get into it? Because yeah. like, I don't really know your history very much at all. I mean, I know like, just really from the, the Bumble era. I don't really know previous to that necessarily. Oh, that so. didn't exist. It didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and Ooh, I love and history. And he just uh, was. Yeah, uh, I love history. That's I, why I always like that. How long he got? <laughs> well, let's give it like... 30 minutes. seconds. 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, 30, yeah, Two yeah, minutes. Yeah, Two yeah. minutes. Uh, brief history. Uh, left school, 15. Wanted a job. Hairdressing seemed like it would be a fun place for mm-hmm. me to to enjoy. Great place to meet girls. Went to an all boys Catholic school, so okay. I needed to get a little change of pace. Fell into the hair salon business. Worked at three different salons very quickly mm-hmm. while I was looking to find the right place to teach me. Okay. Ended up at Vidal Sassoon. Which one? Uh, Manchester. Okay, okay. Yeah, which was uh, the one that Trevor opened oh, okay. with, uh, okay. what was the bald guy? Joshua Galvin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, so worked at Vidal Sassoon, Manchester. Spent the best part, almost 10 years working for Sassoon. Oh, who um, the artistic directors? Mark Hayes and Pam Roscoe were okay, my, were my okay, artistic okay. directors. That puts it in perspective for and me now. And then, um, you know, uh, became an artistic director when I was 21. Okay. Full art, full creative director by the time I was 23. Wow. By the time I was 25, I was ready for the next journey. I was trying to get to America mm-hmm. with Sassoon. They were open up on 14th Street. Okay. And I was looking to go there. Tim actually convinced me to stay in England because he liked, liked what I was doing. Um, I stayed and I realized that it's probably the worst decision, you know, Um, because, you know, I could feel like I was just getting, I was really good at doing a job, um, which was training, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't really fulfilling for me. Ultimately, that was the beginning of of me kind of thinking, okay, if I can't go after my dream here, 
I'm gonna have to go after my dream elsewhere. Sure, sure. Uh, I'd always followed Bumble since I was a kid, since I was 16. And magazine, remember magazines? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They used to yeah, have things yeah. called magazines. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, 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 we've heard of them. There's not too many now. Didn't they used to carry them at libraries? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> You could go to the library and rent one for a week. Yeah. You, you could. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. So I used to write, read the magazines and I'd see Bumble popping up in all the cool, hip, you know, fashion magazines. Well, I was like, like that's they, the place. They used to actually take everybody, like, write everybody's name. Credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. all the credits. Yeah. yeah. They don't even do that as much anymore. No, no. And then, um, and then I left so soon, and I ended up um, not knowing what to do because that journey had come to an end. Mm -hmm. I was DJing professionally, so I was a big time DJ. Oh, okay. okay. So wow. I had like another job. Okay. I was DJing in the best clubs in England. That's cool. And um, and that kind of kept me going for a minute. It was the only time I've had a sabbatical from the hair business. It was six months off. I ended up getting a job in a smaller salon. I was trying to get back into the hair business. And then it led me straight to um, to Weller. Okay. I ended up working for Weller for two years. What era? Uh, 1992 to 94. Okay, okay. And, was Fabio there? Uh, sorry? Was Fabio there? No, I'm, uh, okay. it, this is England. Oh, okay, 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 that makes sense. So okay, okay, sorry about completely that. Completely yeah. pre-Fabio okay. okay. days. Okay. I remember when Fabio, when I met Fabio. Yeah, um, me too. Me too. And then what happened was I worked for Weller for two years, very successful, and I got offered the job. I had two job offers on the table, North American Artistic Director for Weller or work for Bumble and Bumble. And I took the job to work for Bumble. Wow. And I came over to America, took the job at Bumble, worked at Bumble for three years. That was a really exciting time, but I was just hitting my 30s. And at the time I was like, you know, if this is where I'm going to spend the rest of my career, it's got to be special. I soon realized that as great as that dream was for me, it wasn't my dream. Sure. That was the bum that was Bumble's dream. Mm -hmm. That was right. Michael's dream. It wasn't my dream. And that's where actually I first met you. Is it? Yeah, is at Bumble and Bumble. I took a razor cutting class. Okay. You got cameras and microphones everywhere, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I don't know where to look. Anyway. So anyway, so I worked for Bumble for uh, three years. After two years I realized you know, that it was time for me to try and do my own path. One of the guys that I worked with was a guy called Rodney Cutler. He oh, was yeah. helping me at Bumble with the education because I was running the education for them. Mm -hmm. They just brought out hair products and hair products, you know, at that time, it was the beginning of Bumble's journey yeah, and yeah. I tied that thing to education for them. And, and that um, launch was amazing, by the was, way. That well, was an I think amazing They, they had such an amazing brand idea. They really did. And in those days, uh, even though they were independent brands, there was none as poised for Bumble to, yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. kind of uh, yeah. take the opportunity and run with it. Yeah, I and bought into it just because that, that yeah. prospecting uh, box. We married it with education because uh -huh. of my thing from, from Weller, because I was in charge of the education for Weller in the UK, and we were pretty dynamic, to be yeah. honest with you. We were some really incredible uh, people. Um, anyway, left Bumble. Created a brand called Erosio Cutler. It was kind of like a, somewhat of a uh, modeled off of the Bumble concept. Okay, okay. And then, um, you know, realized that that partnership wasn't for me and felt like I needed to do it on my own. At the time, we were in Aveda Concept Salon, so I learned a lot from my dear friend uh, Horst and uh, my good friend Jerry. Okay. And then I bounced out and created Erosio in 2001, and we were just literally renting a chair in about 300 square feet space inside the Aveda School. In uh, in Soho. Okay. Okay. 
and I opened September the 4th, 2001, and September the 11th was one week later. I was homeless, jobless, chairless, um, and then we just started to build from there. Okay. And okay. 18 years, we just celebrated 18 oh, years wow. of, nice. uh, of Congratulations. evolution. Congratulations, that's really Congratulations. good, that's, that's big. Huge. Thank you. That's big, and you know, there's nobody... I used to be big, but I've shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> I shrunk. <laughs> mini, 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 mini. Uh, there's, there's no other uh, hairdresser like you. I mean, like you have like so many fingers and so many different pots, pretty much. Yeah. And that's one thing that we were talking about yeah. on the way over here is how, you know, not only do you have education and you're like at hair shows and you have your own product line, you have your own, you know, school and, and blah 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 blah. Advanced Academy. Yeah. yeah. Every single thing. You're so many different, different opportunities. That's good. So it is. I got a lot of luck along the way, but you know, the best part about all of that is, and the worst part about all of that is, I own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always the blame. So the best part is, um, it's all mine. Mm -hmm. The worst part is, it's all mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. you can't just go blame it on somebody else. Well, not even (laughs) that. I have to pay the bills. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So when you have a negative, you know, when you're doing things, it costs a lot of money. So I'm making decisions today, and if I book another two models, that's another thousand dollars. Exactly. Yeah, coming out of my pocket. It's okay, Steven's got loads of <laughs> I love, by the way, like, like the fact that we're here at this thing today, yeah. and I think that that's really kind of a, a thing, like going back to say the 90s, because I remember uh, doing hair shows and doing like the New York show or doing uh, uh, ISSC or IS, uh, what is it, ICE back the then? Uh, ICE. ICE, yeah. Um, where like Tony Guy or Paul Mitchell or whoever would be doing a show, like they would almost piggyback yeah, it off the, off the side of the show. That makes so much sense. It does. Um, yeah. Where do you see, and that's one thing we were talking about a lot yeah, too, is where do you see... What's the, happening? Yeah, and, and, like, and how are wow. you changing your business to wow. kind of fit what's going on in the current state of the industry? Well, you know, here's the most interesting thing that I found in my uh, journey, is there was a time where I think probably 10 years ago where Erosia was red hot. And then a lot of people that came in that brand and developed in that brand left and went on their own path. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So now my blessing is I have created more competition uh-huh. for yeah. myself. And that's nice, which is, that's nice, yeah. You know, just, I suppose that's yeah. the legacy, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a good happens. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a natural progression. Exactly. So now you have to reinvent, Yeah. because guess what? People, it's like when I left with Bumble, I had all my Bumble experience and then I was on my own. So you kind of mimic a little bit of what the Bumble thing was mm-hmm. and try and personalize it. And I think I see the same thing happening. I also know now that social media has, um, it's in constant change. Yeah. yeah? Constant. You know, so Monthly. obviously independence has become something that everyone's cherishing to be super independent. Yeah. Um, I really do believe in, uh, it's like, um, I believe that the industry's, there's so many areas, so let me focus in on one. Yeah, let's focus. In. Let's focus in on the salon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah? yeah where we have so many independent hairdressers working on their own Mm -hmm. yeah um i definitely believe that there will be a pendulum swing back to the brand okay because in order for people to sustain their success they need a lot of support around them yes and it's very hard to get that support if you're not equipped for it we can use this show that's happening today not 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 just your expose but also the Philadelphia show as a perfect example of that because you already start to see that. That's why like the distributors are at the trade shows. It's like the distributors are becoming the powerhouse at the trade shows 
and people are starting to already lean towards those brands and you can see which brands are going to succeed yeah. just by how many people are showing up at the... I don't know, Stephen. I don't know if I agree <laughs> with you. That's okay. Uh, you don't I mean, have to. I'm watching. I'm just my observation. The, 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 well, those two major distributors in America, yeah. who are they? Cosmoprof, yeah. BSG, and Salon Centric, which yeah. is L'Oreal. And, 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 and Cosmoprof have dropped out of the biggest show in America, which was America's Beauty Show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Salon Centrics, they own uh, nine or ten established brands already. Exactly. So, you know, and, and small independent distributors, because I've been down that distribution yeah. model as yeah. well, you know, I realize as well that the distributor is, um, is, uh, Maybe only affording to get a sales level person at a certain level yeah. that are not necessarily relationship builders. Mm -hmm. There's fewer salons to sell to. Independent hairdressers are just focusing on their craft and they're promoting out on social media. They don't. They don't do client. They don't necessarily do ten clients in a day. If you're spending time on social, you're doing two or three mm -hmm. in a day. So I think the industry is definitely going through some massive change. Trade shows. You just said it yourself. Are in. It, it's hard to fill them up. It's yeah, the same old people. Up, same old people. We're not do necessarily committing to too many trade shows right now. From my business, you used to do a trade show in the good old days to get your brand out there. Mm -hmm. Now you've got social media to get your brand out there. You've got connectivity to get your brand yes. out there. The connectivity is there. What's not there is the community. Are the, the and the community of hey collaboration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Where yeah, we're all right. working on the same, uh, for the same end. Right. Well, that's yeah. what I was trying to say is that's what Cosmoprof and um, Salon Centric are trying to do right now. They're trying to take all these independent people and they're trying to build. And put them into brands. Put them yeah. into brands. Almost square pegs and round holes. Almost right. Well, fun. we walked into the, the Red, Red Good class. What, mm -hmm. was the, what was that all about? We're here to build you as an educator yeah, yeah. and as an independent salon owner. Those were like his exact words, and all of a sudden we're like, "That's that's they're, they're trying to like, just as you said." Well, they want maybe they want to develop the independence yeah. to become salon owners. Yeah. Or yeah. they just want to power them. But really, I think that I think that we're so focused on social media and followers, and uh, you know, it's like it's advertising. Yeah. This is the ad spend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when I started Rojo, there was no, there wasn't this. But Instagram only came in ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And what's nice about it, though, is that, like, you know, yeah, it did only come in 10 years ago, but, I mean, I remember 20 years ago, the only way to get advertising is to, to buy an advertisement in a magazine, or, a, or a, uh, and it cost you millions of dollars. Now it's at, free. And look at the magazines. Yeah, if you look yeah, at they're, American, they're bad, yeah. American salons, small, gone, small, small. and Modern Salon was really thick, but when you look at it, there's two initiatives, J.C. Penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, J.C. Oh, yeah. Penny. Yeah. So a big, mega, global, mega brand, and, of course, their own hair loss summit. You take those two things out, the magazine will tell you very little. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and, and but social media now—they've they've changed it. When I started doing Facebook Live three years ago, it was easy for me to get a hundred thousand uh, views, mm -hmm. and it was easy for me to build an audience of two thousand people. Today, I'm lucky if I get three to four thousand people watching that yeah, yeah. episode because so many people are, are watching and doing other things and and it's facebook have have changed the, yeah. the, the, the algorithm yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> the algorithm yeah. doesn't yeah. lead them to you yeah yeah they lead you because you got they want you to pay for that yeah so yeah. brands like face so 
the authenticity is still there, but maybe it's not being seen quite as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, listen, I'm no profit. I'm just a hairdresser. <laughs> trying to make a living. What do you know? Navigating. I'm just trying to make a living navigating. Now, how do you feel about uh, uh, some of these manufacturers? I'm not going to say names just because I'm trying to keep it as, as you know politically correct as possible. But there, I know that there's a lot of brands out there that are um, maybe putting educators that aren't vetted and they're not, you know, um, necessarily skilled but they're still calling them educators and they're booking them you know and, and I was actually working for a company where I had to quit because I didn't feel good because there was no integrity in that you know um, uh, let's 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 forget integrity anyway <laughs> it's overrated <laughs> yeah, yeah? Well, yeah just look at the governments yeah okay yeah. Um, here's what I think you know in the 80s it was 80% talent 20% um, communication yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. so 80 percent right. was your skill mm -hmm. and the other 20 percent was your communication yeah, your, yeah. Your, your, your mo how you dealt yeah today it's 80 percent communication 20 percent skill yeah 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 that's what's happening it's, basically it's based on how followers and it's about yeah. lifestyle and it's about glamorous and mm -hmm. the problem is i said this a long time ago the more people do it the more the more people that have more followers the more devalued it all becomes and we wake up and smell yeah. the roses, yeah? Mm -hmm. But it's a new world. And I'll tell you why it's a new world. Because I was in my school on uh, Wednesday and I have a new group. And the average age in the class is 20, I would say 23 or under, mm -hmm. yeah? yeah? So now, as a, you know, 27 year old guy, yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, now I'm looking at these young, uh, I'll call them kids, or these young adults, they operate, communicate in a different way. Yeah. 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 I think social skills have changed because everyone's face is in this. Mm -hmm. Before you went to go to a, went to a restaurant or bar, you had to talk to somebody. Today, you, you don't just, have to talk to anybody. Now you can just text across the table. You can be so, mm. and they do. I know they do. And they do. <laughs> Get a date. I'll just oh, someone's in my neighborhood. No, I'm no, here. Come no, and see me. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> so I think that in reference to. Uh, Ultimately, at the end of the day, Ryan, I think you can't live in yesterday, mm -hmm. but you have to be focused on tomorrow. And what works yesterday is not going to work tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, so what we gonna, have, we have to kind of focus in on what is going to work tomorrow. So what's going to work tomorrow in the salon? What's going to work tomorrow in the salon is uh, a greater sense of connectivity with your client, and for the salon to be the star, and the and the hairdressers to be the cast. So when you go and watch a franchise like, um, what's that, the driving game, the driving show, what was that one, the, the seven, the, the fast driving game. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what, what it's called? talking about. Uh, fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never saw fast, it. Fast yeah. and Furious, right? Yeah. So it's probably like seven, eight, nine There's probably, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah? yeah, at least. The cast has changed, but the franchise has stayed the same. Yeah, you're right, you're yeah? right. Yeah. So my thing is, is I think what will happen is brands will slowly start to regain the, the um, the traction and maybe the power. You know how much yeah, my yeah. salons changed in the last three years. Yes, yeah, I have. So the cast has changed, and I tell you something right now. I'm starting to see when you look at how many people have disappeared and gone on their own, and they've taken mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. and they've been stolen by people because that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's out there. What happens is, is the community that's been created by some of the brands that are like independent, 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 they become fishing ponds for people to go and steal hairdressers. Yeah. 
That's exactly what they are. Yeah. They're fishing ponds. Yeah. 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 And the associations that are supposed to hold this industry together don't focus on that at all. It's all paid for, mm-hmm. bought and paid for. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you can get deregulation of licensing because even though for blow drying, oh, yeah. because hey, you know what? The guy that's paying the money has got the lobbyists and he's going to grease it so he can get what he needs yep. because guess what we need? We need to make money and money is always going to be the number one talker. Yeah. So let's yeah. just put that on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So. What I do believe is, um, even though I've gone through a massive transition, I've still managed to retain a really good, solid core. Mm -hmm. And my revenue hasn't been completely uh, decimated. So that gives me hope. Mm -hmm. And what also gives me hope is there are some iconic hairdressers, like yourselves, they are coming to work with me. Some of them are working for me. And because they have true talent, they can pass that skill on to the youth. Exactly. Yeah. But I got some, you know, our industry is kind of a little bit broken because the labor laws are so bad for hairdressers, yeah. for hairdressing salons. The minimum wage is uh, it's very difficult because you've got to pay to train them. Yeah. So they I've got some, I got some new ideas that I told Stephen that I'm definitely going to be putting into place in 2020 and I think it's going to be a bit of a game changer because I think that the young people today or the new people coming into our industry they don't want to be bound by restriction mm-hmm. but then guess what well then you know what if we're, listen I got kids that paid I they pay me to train them and then when I give them a job I pay them to train them and then they leave right makes no sense it makes no sense I'm training my competition I'm paying to train my own competition yeah yeah, yeah? it's yeah. a bad business model so we need to change the um, we need to change the the playing field a little bit. Mm. I don't worry about what other people do or don't do. I can only focus on what I do. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's no real strong association for the professional salon owner. Mm-hmm. There really isn't. And no. if there is, sometimes it's filled with a little bit of uh, old-fashioned dogma. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all the way. Yeah. That's actually the class we're teaching this afternoon. Is we're teaching like 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 it's kind of like not a not an association necessarily, but it's a business class. But it's all done from what's going on right now. I mean, there's no PowerPoint going on. There's, there's none of that. It's just you get up and talk and then have people ask questions. That's really hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm in front of a lot of salon owners all the time. I'm in front of hairdressers all the time, you know, because I've got products. I've got salon yeah. brands like Stevens that are mm-hmm. connected to me. So we've got some commonalities, some common ground. The truth of the matter is, is the salon owner needs to stay motivated. And, uh, and if they're motivated, they can hopefully motivate, develop, and evolve their team. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I'm excited about is you've got inspired coming up at end of October. It's good. Which is, it looks yeah. like it's going to be good. I'm it's excited be incredible. about it. Yeah, I, Inspired is my two-day symposium. It's not a hair show. It's a show. It's a, it's a, it's an event for salon owners, hairdressers, people in our industry to get re-energized. And it's not a business program because there's a lot of business yeah, programs. There is, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a lot of education. This is more about inspiration, which cool. is our fuel. That's cool. That's which cool. is our uh, fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Is, yeah, myself as a salon owner and an educator and podcast doer, you know, it's like you get burned out. You know. Like, my question, I know I've asked you before, how do you get inspired, you know? And it's like, the doing this, like, your inspired thing, I think, is one, one way for you what, to get inspired. Whatever, whatever you put out comes yeah. back. Yeah. So if you've got a mission to do something, even though it might be hard work or challenging, it can, I mean, your biggest challenge that we all have is our brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We've got to focus our brain in the right direction. 
because our brain can be a scary place if it yeah. goes on the wrong and the wrong way. No, definitely. We want to stay positive, not negative. We want to stay inspired, not demotivated. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that you know all the things that I do help to keep me on track with um, you know with my vision, which is at the end of the day, I want to be happy going to work every day, mm-hmm. and I want to you know obviously feel like I'm doing what I want to do and right. I want to be able to make money that will help to support the kind of lifestyle that I would like to have. Sure. Yeah. 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 And yeah. if I can't if I'm not successful, I can't afford that lifestyle. But if I am successful, maybe I can support that lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. Champagne and caviar, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's all about being happy. That's like yeah. uh, I've been doing a lot of, of like self discovery lately. And it just you know just do what what makes you happy and, and if and if it's not making you happy then just stop doing it. Well, I've always felt that. That's why we're not doing the trade shows anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's why I took a little while off from the trade shows a few years ago. Mm-hmm. We went back to them, and when I went back, I was like, "Is it really motivating me?" And we discussed this with yeah. my core team. You know, maybe we need to do things that make us happy. Yeah. You got to go where you you're the most happiest. happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you could be making. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars, or like a million dollars a year. If you're not happy, uh, if you're not happy, doesn't I mean? Money doesn't buy happiness. No, money, but it will. It will, make it, it will buy things that'll make you happy, though, like jet skis. <laughs> 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 and I've never seen a sad person on a jet ski. <laughs> no. True. <laughs> I'd like a day off. <laughs> yeah, me too. Forget a jet ski. So, so uh, you can uh, have a day off. You just gotta take one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. I know it's hard. That's tough. But you just gotta do it sometimes. So uh, we're just at about 30 minutes. Yeah. I think we actually probably should ask the, uh, the important question. Well, I think we should really, uh, instead of asking what our normal question, uh-huh. let's just ask what musicians he's worked with since he was a DJ in the club yes, back okay. in England yeah, yeah. at the prime time. <laughs> Who have you worked with? Yeah. Bands like New Order okay. and the Happy Mondays were people Happy that, Mondays. Yeah, uh, you know, that I've worked with. Uh, in fact, which is probably where Happy Mondays that you do for hair came from. Came from I was wondering yeah. if that was where I, I, yeah. I knew you did See? that. I was, like, I was wondering. Well, I used to DJ at the club that was owned by New Order. It was called the Hacienda okay, Fact- I Factory that. Records. Yeah, yeah. And um, Ber- Bernard was my client for many years oh, wow. when I used to you know, clipper his hair. And um, <clears throat> he used to make records for my hair shows for me. Oh, wow. Nice. So that was a blessing. So that was the kind of stuff that we was very involved in. Growing up in Manchester, it was a music town. So from the Smiths, mm-hmm. New Order, Joy Division, you know, Simply Red. I got a little cold chill. It's like, it's like, it's like there's, a, there's a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, James. There's yeah, oh so God, many of those, yeah. you know. Stuff I'm listening bands, to right now. You know, the, yeah. and then DJs. I used to DJ with people like Sasha and Paul Oakenfold. Oh, my God. Wow, Laurent Garnier. Cool. And, Many different DJs Goldie. along the journey. I didn't DJ with Goldie, okay. but I know Goldie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I moved to London. I DJed at a club called The Limelight, which was a great club. Then I moved to New York and I started DJing with my friend Stefan and you know people like Frankie Bones and uh, Tommy Musto and uh, Louis Vega. Oh yeah, Louis Vega. All yeah, those yeah. people. There was like that was a, just, that was the club scene. Nice to DJ with all yeah, those cool. people. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. But all while hairdressing too. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that our music and, and hair definitely goes hand they, in hand. Yeah, it's our food. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. exactly. Yeah, definitely. I, I, it keeps me inspired. Goes hand in hand and. It keeps you happy. Yeah. Well, music is like, I, I say that music is like a drug because a track can change your mood mm-hmm. in one Boom. second. Just yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, you can go from being there yeah. and you hear a tune that kind of runs through you that's personal to you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Gets you, gets you, gives you the twinge or the yeah. twitch. Yeah. Then guess what? You're going to win. Exactly. And you're back in business. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a question? Yeah. That, that was. was usually what we do is we talk about, okay, well, we should, might as well ask Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Favorite band. Top five. five. Five favorite artists. I'm never going to be able to tell you. Oh, like who are you listening to right now? No idea. I listen to BPM on the radio. What is that? What is it's, it? uh, it's beats per minute. It's um, on satellite radio. Uh, okay. So whatever's fed down that channel. I like house music. So I, okay. don't, so you, okay. I don't follow bands or okay. I don't okay. have a you know, band that I follow. But I just so listen to the satellite radio. So if he gets to a radio. desert island, he's going to have to have satellite radio. <laughs> I, <need, laughs> I, <need, laughs> I need satellite TV. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe a turntable. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. listen, to be DJing, the art of DJing was all about mixing. Oh, yeah. It was all about the surprise. Yeah, yeah. How can I take this one track and this other track, blend them together and create surprise so that the audience kind mm-hmm. of goes, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So and, that was the magic. And build the hype of the next song. Ex- and that's and how you change the mood of the audience as well. Oh, exactly. like, well you need to I love that. Yeah. I used to be a DJ as well. There you go. I, you know, so you know. I never was a DJ, but I was a good critic. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to like pump it up, you know, like keep yeah, giving yeah, it big and then journey. drop it. It's yeah, totally. You're and telling the, a story. And, and, and the reason why I stopped DJing is because I just ran out of time. Sure, sure. Because it takes time to know the track, to know when that mm-hmm. track and when you cut it comes in and comes out. And I was like, you know what? The fun is not necessarily the music. The fun was how you created yeah, the yeah. experience. So why don't you DJ at your uh, Inspire event? Because I need to, you need so much practice. Yeah, yeah. The last time I DJed was in Chicago, where we that did an event. Three years ago. I was about five years was ago. Was it five years ago? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you did DJ Gerard will like, still work for me. Oh God, that's right. Remember someone yeah. stole his bag yep. and they didn't steal his bag, he left it somewhere. And <laughs> he destroyed a room because he was so mad. Oh, and we had yeah. cages, and yep. I was like, I got 25, 20 dancers yep. or something. Oh, that's cool. Cages. It was, it was, was really DJ. fun. It was at and the West Park. At the West Park. Yeah. And I started DJing. I had my set all practiced, ready to go. And everyone was just watching. And I was like, you know what? I called Chad over. I said, Chad, you DJ. I'm going to go and dance. As soon as I got on the dance floor, everyone started dancing. It was a fun night. It was a <laughs> I think great, I played three records. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. That it makes sense. Great, yeah. great time. That's cool. Time. I would love really to see fun. a DJ. Yeah. Well, maybe. When that my, my next wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get married again? Sure, why not? Oh. God, why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of ruined all this there. How many times yet. have you been married? Two times. Two times. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Three times a child. That's what I've been, yeah. Right? No. Yeah. Uh, just once. Just once? Yeah, yeah. You still married? No. No? No. Not I anymore. Am, yeah. I was like, you're the only one that is. Yeah. That's why I'm so small. <laughs> <laughs> Just being down. I was yeah. big before I was well you, well, you know what it is? You're turning into a diamond. It's <laughs> <laughs> all the pressure. <laughs> Shine, I'm shining Shiny bright like, like a diamond. A diamond. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, how can people get a hold of you? Like if, like if somebody wanted to find out more about uh, the Inspire event or, yeah. or anything you do. How, well, like, the best thing to do is to download my app from the App Store. Okay. It's called Arojo Social. Okay. Arojosocial.com. That's the perfect thing. You'll find out everything about my company, okay, cool. my business, what's going on. You can add to it. You can add pictures and get oh, cool. connected to my community. Or you can go to arojonyc.com, which, okay. is, our, which is our website, okay. which has... It's kind of multifaceted. Sure, it has sure. salon, education, product. Which, and by the events. way, I like really like the new website. It's better, isn't it? It is. It's Technology's little, got it's better. It's just like able to move around it a lot better. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. really, really nice. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, Nick, thank you so much for doing yeah. this. I really appreciate thank it. You. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're busy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.